Welcome to the Gut Goddess Show, a podcast for women who are fed up of being tired, bloated, and riding the hormonal roller coaster. This is for you if you're ready to create a better belly and gut health, balance your hormones, and create a more peaceful, happier mind. I'm Kezia Hall, your host, holistic nutritionist, coach, mom to young kids, trauma thriver, science and holistic geek, and this show explores my three-part methodology, the three F's for feeling good, food, feelings, and function. So if you're ready to create pain-free periods or ditch the toilet, food, and IBS drama and just create a normal, joyful relationship with your body and with the food that you eat without overwhelm, restriction, or crazy health obsession, this is the podcast for you and I am so glad that you are here. Let's get started with today's episode. We are talking about one of my favorite topics today, and that is poo. We're going to be talking about the how and the why you need to sort. We are talking about how to sort out your poo today. Whether you're constipated, whether you have more looser stools, we're looking at how you can sort it out and why. Because poo is one of my most favorite topics. I love talking about it because if you can improve your poo, you can literally improve most things in your life. Honestly, your hormone balance, your energy, your like mental clarity, your mental health, your mood, like literally so many things. And we all need to poo. It's part of being human. So let's optimize it. Let's make sure it's really working well for you. And it's just a really strategic area to focus on. So that's what we're looking at today. So this is going to be an episode full of TMI, full of poo chat, going through the Bristol stool chart, all the things. So if you don't like poo chat, really isn't the podcast for you. FYI, we're getting specific because this is literally what I talk to people about all the time. So I have no real filter when it comes to this. But really important, if you can improve your poo, what we basically are saying is you're improving your gut microbiome and your detox pathways. And that just will literally help everything. Hormones, skin, energy, just all the things. So I'm excited to talk about my favorite topic. It's going to be good. But how are you doing? Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening. I was just thinking the other day, I've been podcasting for a really long time and I'm always surprised that people listen. So thanks. I really enjoyed doing this podcast and I hope it serves and blesses and helps you. And if it has helped you, please let me know. Please leave a review or send me a DM on Instagram and just let me know, hey, Kezia, this is how it's been helpful. Um, because it just helps. It takes a lot of my time and my money and my energy to think, plan, prep, produce these podcasts. But um, so feedback is always really helpful. But as of recording this, I am um, in. We're at the end of September, and I I don't know if I've recorded a podcast, but I finally did my triathlon, which I think I'll do a whole podcast about. But I finally did it, guys. I finally did my triathlon, which was so hard and so good and so hard. But I'm really proud of myself for doing it. So I will do a podcast episode on that short um, nearer the time. And I'm currently, as of recording this, getting ready for a certain five-year-old's birthday party tomorrow. So yeah, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, my son is turning five. And I was podcasting years before he turned five. So it was at least seven years, maybe more than that. So anyway, I've got a gluten-free birthday cake in the oven. Time is about to go off. So I'm going to keep this brief <laughs> before we have the mayhem. 
uh, that is a party. And then I very wisely, in true shift retreat fashion, because I practice what I preach, his party is this weekend on Saturday. And then on Sunday, I'm taking myself off to Portugal for three days with a friend to find some sun alone with no children. No, no, no children. No. Uh, and it's been hard because I feel a bit bad. I feel a bit guilty about leaving my partner with all the kids. That feels hard and unfair, even though he does, he's done that with me, but you know, so I'm just sharing that to be real, but also I really know the power of retreating. I really know the power of taking time out for me to reflect, to rest, to get nourished, to have fun, to sleep, to think, to journal, to meditate, to go to the gym. I'm so excited. I'm going to go to the gym every day and not, not have to do like a quick workout, you know, just just lounge do a lounging workout well I don't even know what that means I have three children under four this is I don't know. so I'm excited about that and there is spaces left on the shift retreat so if you want to come on a retreat with me if you just really want to change and transform your habits and your routine and your whole health because your habits and routine changes and because you've supported your nervous system and actually know how to rest join me on the shift retreat find out more at keziohall.com forward slash shift um, I'm going to be sharing a bit more about that uh, in October, but there's still some rooms available. I would love for you to come. It's happening in March 2023. And also, I'm taking on new clients right now. I have space for my two one-to-one private programs, Root and the Well Woman Accelerator. They're both different levels of investment. So Root is a lower investment because it's a shorter, deep dive program, but it's a really great place to start. There's payment plans. can be really flexible. If you're wanting to work with me for ages, do Root just do it. And then there's the Well Woman Accelerator, which is my signature four month in-depth program where you literally have me in your pocket for four months. And um, and that's a higher investment, obviously, because there's a lot more support, a lot more lab testing, cons- consultations, and it's a real worthwhile investment. Most of the people who do it are really happy that they've invested in it, even if they were scared to begin with, because it just it's such a unique approach. And I guarantee it will be different from anything else you have ever tried and because of that difference it will work it will work for you I mean I'm not going to work I won't agree to work with you if I don't think it's going to work <laughs> FYI so I think it's going to work I know you can feel better than what you do right now and the best place because probably listening to that you're like oh gosh I don't know because I don't know I don't know what I need I just feel awful and I'm tired and I'm a bit overwhelmed and I try googling things I don't know what to do and I've tried going gluten free and I've tried ditching sugar and I just don't really know should I take b12 I don't know Kezia what about if that's you, just book a clarity call. It's a call that gives you clarity. It's free. It's my gift to you. Keziahall.com forward slash book. I'd love to speak with you. I'd love to chat with you. Okay, so book in your clarity call. I am taking on space for new clients, but the clarity call doesn't commit you to anything. It's just about getting conversation started. And I'd really love to chat with you. Okay, so book in your call. Do it now before you forget or before you chicken out or before you think, oh, no, it's, you know, it's not that bad. No, it probably is that bad. <laughs> it probably is. So book a call. Okay. Saying you lots of love. Let's talk about poo. Well, we are talking about one of my most favorite topics today. Poo, of course. I mean, between like poo and periods... And the brain, really, some of my most favourite topics (laughs) to talk about. And we're looking at how do you sort out your poo and also a little bit of why you should sort out and why it's literally going to make everything else in your life better. Full stop. 
So that is what we're diving into today because as a holistic nutritionist, as a coach, this is something that I check in with my clients on. And it's really important that you make sure that your poo, aka one of the major detox pathways in your body, is working optimally for you. So let's dive straight in. First of all, we're talking about poo. Why is it important? Number one, poo is how you get rid of stuff out of the body. It's how you get rid of toxins. So you do that with urine, you do that with sweat, you do that a bit with breath, you do that with poo. So it's really, really important that it is as optimal and healthy and just doing its job properly of getting rid of toxins, getting rid of old food, getting rid of old bile, getting rid of old hormones, getting rid of all the junk, all the things that maybe once served your body and your body doesn't need them all, but also the stuff doesn't save your body, like excess yeast and like molds, mycotoxins and just all the things that come out of poo. So it's so important that you get it right. So poo obviously goes through um, and comes out of, your, out of your butt. I don't need to tell you that. But it really is the very, very end product of that um, detox pathways in the body where there's several pathways, one, two, and three. I won't go into too much detail, but the third pathway is when you get the toxins from the liver and it conjugates it to something. And I'll often conjugate it to bile, which then goes into poo. Really, really simply put. So if your poo isn't working, isn't working, but isn't that great, it can affect so many things, right? Because you, it might affect your hormones. It will, it will be affecting your hormones because poo and detoxing is how you get rid of old hormones, how you get rid of hormones that you don't need anymore. If you're not able to poo the stuff out again, you're not gonna be able to balance your hormones very well. And that's just one example, but it will literally affect so many things. So how do we sort it out and why is it so important? And I think the why, it's really helpful to remember that most of us have grown up in cultures, myself included, where everything in our health and our bodies was these separate things that had no overlap. But your body is one system. And so your poo is so foundational to everything else. So you might be relatively health conscious. You listen to this podcast, right? So you're probably more health conscious than, you know, Sally over there, maybe. And who only listens to like true crime podcasts. And um, so you probably eat relatively well. Maybe you take supplements, maybe you take a probiotic or B12 or you take a multivitamin occasionally or, you know, you're like, you already eat gluten-free because you know, you already know the foods that serve you and some of the foods that don't serve you. And, but you're still struggling with symptoms. Maybe you're constantly getting tonsillitis. Maybe you are still getting eczema that flares up. Maybe you still have IBS. Maybe your mental health is really struggling. There's a lot of anxiety. Maybe your sleep's really bad. Maybe you don't feel like you're at a healthy body composition and body fat to muscle ratio, no matter how hard you try. Um, if that's the case, then improve your poo. And by, I, what I'm really saying is by improving your poo is improving your gut microbiome, improving the ecosystem that is your gut health. Because when you improve those things and when you can really make the detoxing or the elimination part of your body, really support that to be as optimal as possible, it just helps everything. So we're talking about poo because it is one of the easiest things you can track. Like you, you, yes, I do run lab data and stuff with clients and it can be super helpful, especially when you've been struggling with symptoms for a long time and you're stuck and you don't know why things aren't getting better and all those kind of things. So helpful. But 
It's also you poo regularly, so you can have a look at it. You know your poo experience. You know how regularly you go. You can track how regular it is. You can track the consistency. Those are the main things that you can really get, the main data points that you can track currently. The regularity and the consistency, like the texture of the poo itself and how it kind of feels. You know, do you feel nauseous when you go to the toilet? Is it really hard to pass? Are you straining? Is that, you know, all those kind of things. I have these delightful conversations with my client all the time. But it's important. It's a really simple thing. You know, so maybe you're not in a position where you can ever invest to work with me or somebody else. You can track your poo for free. Same with your periods. You can track your periods for free. And you can actually learn and gather so much data just from those two um, body signs, like vital life signs, your poo and your periods. You can track so much. You can get so much information just from your experience of those two, hopefully regular things that are happening in your life. So this is a really, this is why I love poo and love periods and also mental health in your brain because your mood is another really helpful thing that everybody can track and notice patterns with. And again, it's a really good data point. And so this is something that you can look at and make improvements on. So when it comes to poo, there tends to be two sides of the spectrum where people are at. So people can be constipated and then people might have more regular loose stools. And obviously you get people that go swing from being constipated and having like rabbit pellet type poos to then having like almost diarrhea type poos the next day. Like there definitely can be swinging between. Some people might not poo for like three or four days. Some people like me used to poo like six or seven times a day. So there is a bit of a spectrum. So there is Depending on where you sit on that, that might mean different things going on. So I'm going to dive into all of those kind of different scenarios and give you some options of what is really going on and um, what and how you would really like what you would need to do in order to basically improve your poo so that you can improve your mood and improve your mind and improve your hormones and oh, improve your immune system and improve your energy and improve your productivity and improve your skin. Wouldn't that be great if all those things just got slightly better just because your poo got better and poo is something you do anyway. So may as well make it really good, right? <laughs> also, for some of you speaking, listening, sorry, you'll be like, I don't really get this whole poo thing, Kezia. That's totally fine. Chances are, if that's you, you've maybe never had any major issues with your poo. And so you're just like, I just go for a poo, Kezia, whatevs. I don't even notice it. That's great. I'm glad you've never had any major issues. But some of you like me will be listening if you've had bad poo experiences, if you have had poo drama in your life, you will know that it can literally ruin your life and your day-to-day and your social life and your confidence and your sex life and actually most things about your life because either you're sat on the toilet for half an hour because you're constipated or you're running to the toilet every 20 minutes or scared that you're going to shit yourself in public as an adult. You know, n- neither of those things are awesome for general living. <laughs> and livelihoods, and income, and socialness, and romance. Are they? No, that's not my experience. So this is really important. Right, constipation. I am talking quite fast in this episode because my window to record this is in a nap time, and I feel like the nap time is just very fragile at this point. The girls are two and a half. They basically need to stop napping. But anyway, here we are. So, constipation. Constipation from my perspective as a holistic nutritionist will be different from what say the NHS would define as constipated. I define someone as constipated if they're not having one healthy poo every day. 
Ideally, you want to have between one to three healthy poos. What do I mean by healthy poo? You want a poo that's roughly around, I think if you Google the Bristol stool chart, you want a poo that's roughly about three to four on the Bristol stool chart. So that's, you, and you want to be having one to three of those, up to three of those if it's a healthy consistency and you're not feeling nauseous and it's not awful in a day. I, so most of the time I really am trying to get clients to have about two bowel movements a day. Some people, they might just have one and that's improvement for them. So that is what we're looking at when it comes to regularity and what is kind of a gold standard when it comes to, obviously everyone's different, but really at least once a day, at least once a day. And if you're really looking to do more detox work or really create some big transformations in your health, you're kind of definitely wanting to aim more for two because you really want to ramp up your detox pathways. If say you're trying to get rid of some parasites or yeast or bacteria or some mold exposure or heavy metals, for example, you're really wanting to really mm, support and nourish those detox pathways so that you can get that stuff out of your system. You really do. You want that yeast out. You want that bacterial overgrowth, that Klebsiella, that you know, the SIBO infection, all of that, you want, you're pooping that out mainly. So you want to really optimize and ramp that up. So constipation is when somebody isn't pooing every day. So maybe they poo every other day, or maybe they poo every three days. Maybe they are constipated sometimes and then have diarrhea the other times. That would be how I define constipation. And why would this happen? Why do, why do people struggle? Well, there can be a lot of things going on. So sometimes it's as simple as they don't drink enough water. They don't eat enough vegetables, fiber, fibrous foods, whole foods, and that's it. And if someone drinks more water and they eat some vegetables and fruit, they go to the toilet every day. It's a really simple fix. So for some people, it's a simple drink more water, eat more fruit and vegetables. Boom. But... For a lot of people that end up working with me, it's not that simple because they've already tried that and that doesn't work, you know. <laughs> so a lot of what I see, some of the deeper or bigger issues, especially with more chronic constipation, say you've been constipated. Like I've had clients that have just basically their whole lives never been able to go for a proper poo. Like it's just been poo drama since they were a child, since they can remember. And there's something deeper going on there. You know, these people aren't you know, they're already drinking lots, they're already having fiber, they've already tried the laxatives, they've already tried all the seeds, they've already tried all the all the fruits, all the vegetables, all the things to help, and it doesn't actually make a difference. So that tells us there's something deeper, there's a deeper root cause. It's not just dehydration, because it is really essential that you are drinking enough water and staying hydrated for healthy bowel movements. There's actually something deeper going on. So what this can look like is stress. So chronic stress going on, and this might be from adverse childhood events, this might be from trauma, this might be from lifestyle, job, family, those kind of things. Never managing their stress, never doing anything in the day-to-day -to, -day to lower their cortisol, to let that pendulum swing. I talk about a lot with clients and on this podcast, that pendulum of your parasympathetic nervous state and your sympathetic nervous state. We really have to practice moving in between those two states throughout the day so that our body and our biology can function properly. If your pendulum is always stuck in a sympathetic, in a stressed state, you'll be sick. Like It's just, it's just the biology of it. So that can be a big part. There's also gut infections going on. So a lot of the time I see constipation in SIBO, which is small intestinal bacterial overgrowth, which is when bacteria that should be in the larger intestine migrates up the intestines and then starts to 
inoculates, not the right word. It starts to grow basically in the small intestine and that causes a lot of problems. It changes the pH, it changes the ecosystem of the small intestine. And that can cause, if someone's bloated a lot and they're constipated a lot, SIBO is always something I'm aware of. And that comes up a lot with clients. You also get something called CIFO, which is small intestinal fungal overgrowth, where you'll get fung, um, yeast, different strains of yeast potentially within that small intestine as well. And again, that will change the pH of your small intestine, change the ecosystem, change what nutrients get absorbed, creates inflammation, can damage your intestinal lining, can create intestine more increased intestinal permeability, can contribute to autoimmune conditions. You see? See why it's really important that we pay attention to our poo? Because your autoimmunity, your Hashimoto's, your arthritis might be affected by the fact that you're only pooing every two days. In fact, I would say it most certainly is. I'm not saying it is the cause of it, but I'm saying it won't be helping. So SIBO and CIFO, there's also food intolerances play a big role. Maybe you're eating um, lots of gluten and your body, that's just really inflammatory. Your body reacts to that. Sometimes the response is to um, not poo properly, to like hold on. If, that, if you think about constipation, I, it's like you're not letting anything go. So that's why I tend to think about it like that stress way, um, inflamed, tight, holding, just needing to relax, that sort of thing. But also food intolerances, gut infections. Also, a lot can be down to your migrating motor complex, your MMM. MMC complex within the gut. So the gut naturally has, um, actually, let's take it one step back. So digestion, you have several aspects to digestion. You have chemical digestion, where we have stomach acid, we have bile, we have enzymes that help to break things down. That's one part of digestion. And simply put, we also have this mechanical aspect of digestion, meaning you, your food starts in your mouth and has to go and travel down your body. And so there's a movement, a motility, a mechanics involved. Your stomach churns, it's surrounded by muscles, it moves that your intestines um, uh, move the food, the chime, the, the, the stuff that's getting digested down through the body. And so for a lot of people with constipation, that movement, that motility signaling is often a bit dysfunctional. It's not always working that great. And so you have to work on kind of the mechanics, you have to often have to work on this, the chemistry, the, the chemical digestion part for sure. So people's stomach acid is often low, their bile isn't very healthy, the stuff, they might not have a gallbladder, maybe they do have a gallbladder, they might have issues with um, their digestion of carbohydrates, which involves enzymes. So there can be a lot going on there, but it's also really important to think about the movement, the motility, because your gut naturally will move food along and then kind of clean itself after a meal. You get these like waves of self-cleaning, I call it. But when that, when there's something that goes wrong in the gut, basically that movement gets impaired. Things get sluggish. Sometimes that's down to nutrient depletion. So if you think about movement in the body, a lot of movement in the body is driven by muscles, right? And what minerals do muscles need to move? They need magnesium. They need calcium. Calcium is to contract. Magnesium is to relax. So again, sometimes it can be as simple as getting people some magnesium into people. And that literally stops their constipation. That's, I've had clients that's that literally get some magnesium, boom, done. <laughs> simple. So there's also that movement part of it. So you can see how frustrating this can be if you're someone who's constipated and you've tried laxatives, you've tried the teas, you've tried adding fiber, you've tried adding prunes, you've tried prune juice, you've tried all the things. 
uh, it's probably if that's you, it's probably because there's a much deeper dysbiosis, a much deeper imbalance going on with your gut. And that's really where you want to go and work with someone, get a gut test, find out, get a thorough case history, figure out your root causes. And for some of you listening, you might just be like, ah, oh, yeah, Kezi, I just need to drink some water. I forget to drink water and then I'm constipated. When I drink water, I poop twice a day. That's great. Just buy a nice fancy water bottle. So that is constipation. And all of these things also relate, if you're someone that swings between the two, constipation and diarrhea, I will mention that a little bit at the end, but they both do, these reasons, these root causes can also, will also be present there, if that makes sense. When you swing between diarrhea and constipation, there's not a separate set of root causes, if that makes sense. Often when someone is swinging from both, there's just a lot of gut dysbiosis going on and sometimes histamine and mineral depletions there's just a whole lot of things root is my brand new two-week private one-to-one program where you get a really clear plan of action based on your body your life your lab data your symptoms you will leave knowing what to eat what supplements may help and what lifestyle shifts to focus on so that you see some big shifts and changes in your symptoms in the following three to six weeks this is the perfect place to start if you're feeling overwhelmed if you tried lots of stuff that hasn't worked and you have no idea to begin If that's you, start here with the Root Program. I would love to help you. And it's also a great way to work with me without having to invest higher amounts of money. And it starts from just £695 and there's payment plans available. So if you're interested in getting that bespoke one-to-one support so that you can make some big shifts, figure out what your root causes are, learn what to eat, what to supplement, what to really focus on to see incredible changes, then go to keziahall.com forward slash book. That's keziahall.com forward slash book just to book your free call with me. This doesn't commit you to anything. You don't have to sign up to anything on the call. It's just that I can find out more about you and check that this is really going to be worth your while and that you're going to see some incredible results. I would love to work with you and get started. So go to keziahall.com forward slash book today and I'd love to chat with you soon. Okay, let's get back to the show. And if you have any constipation going on, you are going to feel it in your body. The most obvious symptoms you're going to feel is bloated or just like your belly just feels bloated, maybe bigger than you think it is. Sometimes I've had clients that just, you know, they think they're just so overweight, for example. And then we deal with their poo, their bloating disappears. And they're like, oh, I was, it wasn't actually body, like belly fat that much. It was the discomfort and the bloating and the that's what was contributing to their big belly or that feeling of a big belly, you know? And so feeling really bloated, fog, brain fog and tiredness or just even a slight kind of cognitive, oh, not quite with it sometimes can really come with it. Um, side note, years ago, I used to work in care homes and you could always tell when, some, when somebody either had a UTI or was really constipated because the elderly resident's behavior, their brain fog, their like cognitive functions would often decline. And it was a thing where it'd be like, oh, you need to test so-and-so for whatever, or when did she last go for a poo? And you'd keep track of um, the different residents' uh, bowel movements because it was really obvious in some of them. So that kind of brain fog, bloating, obviously hormone issues, maybe you have PCOS, maybe your periods are really heavy, really horrible, really irregular, or painful, 
the constipation will not be helping any of those symptoms at all. And if you, um, obviously that impacts fertility as well. So if you're looking to optimize fertility, you really want to optimize your poo because it helps with that essential detoxification. So essentially, if you're really constipated, you'll be feeling rubbish. It drains your energy. You feel bloated, sluggish, foggy, hormone issues, skin issues. That's another one as well. Say you have acne or you have eczema or psoriasis and you're only pooing every other day that will not be helping and could be a big contributing factor to those skin issues. Thrush, recurring thrush, again, and you're only pooing once every couple of days, once every other day, that it, it's, you just need, to, just need to sort out the poo. Really, really do. So what about the other side of it when things are loose? So some of how this can feel for people is obviously there's more of an urgency to go to the toilet. There can be the anxiety about incontinence. Um, sometimes it can, can come with nausea as well. I know for me, when I had my awful um, kind of like daily diarrhea, sometimes I'd nearly pass out because I'd be so nauseous and also need to poo. So it was like this whole awful thing where I just thought I was going to pass out and shit myself essentially. <laughs> because but that's it just felt that awful um and it can also come with bloating it can come with pain obviously with things like diarrhea and even things and hem um and constipation as well can give you things like hemorrhoids or fissures or those kind of things um also with diarrhea as well depending on how often you're having and how acidic the diarrhea is that can affect the skin around the anus i've actually had lots of clients come to me with like almost like infections around their anus and it's and it's not something that gets talked about a lot but I've literally had quite a lot of clients where this is a thing and it's really uncomfortable really painful like affects how they walk affects their movement like really limiting and some of that not all of it but some of that is affected by how healthy their bowel movements are so skin obviously that localized skin of like your actual anus is going to be impacted but also just your skin overall because it's really the end product. It's the end sign of your detox pathways. And so you, if your skin is struggling in any way, again, you want to support the liver. You want to really support the body in getting rid of things it doesn't serve it anymore. Toxins, hormones, poo, bile, all of this stuff that gets chucked out the body in poo, urine, sweat, breath, all those things. Um, any other things? Yeah, you just generally feel lousy if you're pooing all the time. It really affects your social life because you always feel like you're going to the toilet and it creates a lot of anxiety and often anxiety and this loose, more regular bowel movement goes hand in hand. Now, anxiety also comes with constipation as well because you maybe need to like wake up 45 minutes earlier so that you can do the whole like song and dance of trying to do a poo before you leave for work that creates a lot of anxiety or a lot of constipation a lot of the times when I've worked with clients they you know they know they have poo there so they're really embarrassed because they're farting all the time and their farts stink but they're not actually able to get it out so <laughs> lovely I mean I love having these conversations it's never TMI for me but sometimes when I'm talking I'm like this is definitely TMI for some people anyway but you listen to the Goddess show. So what did you expect? You know, always, always going to come back to poo and periods at some point. So loose stools. What does this actually look like? So this would be, again, if you Google Bristol stool chart. So this would be if somebody is having bowel movements that are really more on the five, six, seven end. So it doesn't have to be like diarrhea in the sense of we think of diarrhea like food poisoning where it's just like water coming out it's just loose sticky mucusy not a lot of form to it leaves like your toilet a total mess ideally a healthy poo 
goes into the toilet, it sinks to the bottom and then you flush it away. But if your whole toilet bowl is like a big mess with tons of skid marks and tons, you know, you need to wipe your butt like a bajillion times, then it could be there's more looser stools. And also you're looking at the texture and consistency, but you're also looking at the regularity. So maybe you go into the toilet three, four, five, six times a day and it doesn't feel great. It doesn't feel like you're really finishing. You're really getting rid of everything. It doesn't really feel... Maybe you feel nauseous or lightheaded or maybe it's painful. I remember some, a lot of my bowel movements were really painful because um, it was just this whole awful thing. So looking at regularity and obviously with looser stools, it's happening more regularly. And a lot of what can be going on here is, again, it's a lot of things. Um, you know, in, if it's only happened for like two days and then it goes back to normal, it's probably because you ate something you know, you had you know, a stomach bug, something short-lived. But this, if this becomes chronic, then you really need to address it and look at what is really going on and what's the root cause. And again, stress plays a huge role um, because your gut is so um, rich in nerve endings. So when your brain gets really stressed, your gut's going to get really stressed. And some people, when their gut gets really stressed, is just going to let go. It's just going to think, I can't digest this let's just let it go. There's also food intolerances. So there's some research around dairy and looser stools and diarrhea as well. Um, also, if you've had a lot of antibiotics or you've um, had a lot of antifungal things, then it's really common to for that to kick off or instigate um, diarrhea. Same with um, parasites or food poisoning. Maybe you're like, my poo was fine and then I got food poisoning and it's never been the same since. Um, all of these things can contribute, again, because it disrupts the gut microbiome, the ecosystem of the gut. You can also get SIBO and SIFO, like I mentioned before. It's more common to have constipation presenting SIBO and SIFO, but you can get more diarrhea or um, um, presenting SIBO and SIFO. So again, because everybody's guts differently, works differently. Parasites as well can play a role, especially if it's more of a cyclical happen. And again, your hormones can play a role as well. And it affects your hormones. So it's like chicken and egg, chicken and egg. So a lot of people get really awful bowel movements just before their period. And some of that is a little bit normal, like a slight shift in your bowels is normal before your periods based on your prostaglandins increasing. And, you know, because when you're bleeding, you are wanting your uterine lining to shed. So you're, you get this prostaglandin activity and that can affect your bowels in terms of that. You know, you're trying to get rid of all this blood and that can closely affect your bowels. That's an easy way of thinking about it anyway. So that can play a role. Histamine issues plays a big role for a lot of people with these looser stools, high histamine foods, um, al um, more allergens and household reactions that are really contributing to this high histamine load in the body. And that can lead to a lot of looser bowel movements, also to things like migraines and hormonal issues. Um, and if you have estrogen dominance, then you'll also maybe have histamine dominance as well, or like excess histamine. And that can come with a lot of that as well. Um, what do you mentioned food intolerances, but also other foods, not just dairy, um, and a real lack of diversity of bacteria going on in the gut. So all of those things can have a role. Also, oh, forgot to mention bile, a big, big one. So if you are having issues with your gallbladder, maybe you don't have a gallbladder, you've got it removed, 
you know, you bile often, especially if there's nausea, if you ever feel nauseous and there's like loose stools, then bile plays a big role. So you've really got to look at what's going on with your bile in terms of your production, in terms of your gallbladder function, really look at, because there's lots of things that can go wrong with bile. (laughs) There is, because it's about the making of it in your liver, the storing it in your gallbladder, the releasing it from your gallbladder. It's, it's just a lot of things and I've worked with a lot of people that have issues with their bile or have had their gallbladders removed and in the hope that it would help things and it didn't really help things and so there's loads that you can do there. I'm thinking of a client, she had a gallbladder removed and it didn't really help anything. I think she was in a lot of pain so I think it did get rid of the pain but she just had awful, awful bowels and she worked in a hospital and just was constantly needing to go to the toilet you know and she worked with patients it was like making her job difficult she felt embarrassed about it felt messy she got really anxious about it and the doctors were like well we've kind of done what we can do by removing the gallbladder so here's like some emodium you know and (laughs) just go at it essentially and what we did is we worked on that and we worked on supporting her bile she was still making bile she just wasn't storing it obviously because her gallbladder wasn't there And so we just worked at really balancing her bowels and to the point where she just had, I think she was just having two boring normal bowel movements, one in the morning, one when she finished work, boom. And she was like, oh my goodness, this is so much better. (laughs) So even if you don't have a gallbladder, there's still lots you can do. And bile is a really big one. Also things like you might have an irritable bowel disease, Crohn's disease, celiacs, diverticulitis, that inflammation in the gut. So if you've ever had a stool test run, you might have high calprotectin levels, you might have high lactoferrin, you might have high lysosome levels. Those are all inflammatory markers in the bowel. And even if you don't have high enough markers to be diagnosed, say with Crohn's or or things like that, which was which was my case, they were always testing me for this and my markers were never high enough. They were elevated, but they weren't high enough for that kind of disease, which I'm grateful for. But and there was still a lot of inflammation that I needed to address in my gut in order to calm my bowels down. So those are all the things that are going on. And when you swing between the two, like I mentioned before, you've probably got some blend of all of these. And when it comes to your poo, it's first thing you got to do is be aware you know, simple things. How regularly are you going? What's the texture and consistency like? Oh, another good thing to track is does it sink or does it float? You know, really simple things like that. You can always Instagram me with your poo findings and just DM me. (laughs) I'll always find that fascinating. But there is so much you can do um, to just be aware of it. And then the next thing is figuring out what is going on. What are your root causes? Because you, if you want to feel, if you want your hormones to be good, if you want your energy and your brain to feel clear, if you want to improve your mental health, improve your skin, improve your sleep, improve your body composition, if you want to feel good and be able to have that kind of clear cognitive function and focus and productivity, you need healthy poo. This is not like, oh, maybe at some point I'll deal with this. No, whatever your health goal, whatever symptoms you want to get rid of, you want to deal with. And it might be something like, you might not even have like that awful poo. You're not like, it wasn't like it was with me where you were just shitting yourself. It was maybe like, oh, you just go for a toilet every other day. It's not that big a deal. There's not a lot of drama. You just go every other day. But you do have drama maybe around your Hashimoto's and your eczema and your bloating, for example. Then you need to improve your poo. So much stuff comes back to your poo and comes back to your gut health, whether it's your skin, whether it's your hormones, whether it's your fertility, whether it's your immune system. Maybe you're constantly just you just spend most of the time fighting coughs, colds, all of these kind of things. 
bring it back to your gut health and to your poo. Because when you improve that, everything else improves, okay? And in terms of how you can fix it and how you can find out more, well, um, this is a lot of why I run, run lab tests with my clients. So we kind of just gather a bit more data. Some of you, it might be easier fixes. Like if you're constipated, you just drink, need to drink more water and have more vegetables and that sorts of you. If that's the case, that's brilliant. But if you have struggled and had bowel issues, like a lot of my clients have for a number of years, most of my clients have actually struggled for like at least five years, some more like 10, 20 30 years, they've consistently had these chronic issues, then you probably do need that deeper lab data and to come and work with someone like me. So it's totally fixable. No matter how much poo drama you've seen, it is totally fixable and workable if you're willing to do it. You know, it's sometimes it's also not that not that hard. It's just we never got taught this stuff, right? I never got taught how to have healthy poo growing up. No, I just got like taught to eat like apple pies and Mars bars, like, you know, and that's no shade on anyone in my family. It's just that was the time then, whereas now we do know better. So we just need to learn. We didn't know then, but we do now. So fix it. You want to fix your poo because the rest of your body and your life and your family and your relationships and your sex life and your energy and your career and your kids and your parenting will benefit because you will just feel better be happier, more joyful, more peaceful when at least your poo is working right. And I'm not saying like when you sort out your poo, everything in your life will automatically get better and every single health issue will disappear. No, this is just one piece of the puzzle and it's a foundational piece. It's not the only piece though. So don't, I don't want to give you false expectations of like, Kezi, I now, I didn't, you know, I now do poo twice every day, but not everything in my life has been fixed. No, that's why I work with my clients over four months because there's, you know, this is one part of the puzzle. And what I do with my clients is over time, the Well Woman Accelerator is we put all these pieces together, get this new machine, this new system, we upgrade the systems of their body, get it all working, all speaking together, supporting each other so that everything changes. Because that's so possible for you. I know you can feel better than you do right now and you, you really deserve to. This is your one life, your one body and it does, you deserve to enjoy it to enjoy putting on clothes, getting ready. You deserve to enjoy food and not have drama around it. You deserve to just have boring bowels, just go to the toilet, have a poo and then finish like, and not have your whole day revolve around thoughts about your poo, (laughs) which is how my life used to be. You deserve all those things. And if you want my help, I'm here. Um, I'm taking on new clients. I've got space for new clients for the rest of the year. So you can find out more at keziahall.com. And the best way is just to book a free clarity call, which is just the first step where we just chat about it. You get all the information and then you can go away and decide what you want to do and what would be the best fit for you. So you can book your free clarity call at keziahall.com and then we can have an actual conversation and I can ask you questions and you can reply. And it's like, a it's just so nice. It's not just me talking at you in a podcast. So I love doing these clarity calls. I really like chatting with you because as cheesy as it sounds, I really care. And I want you to be well. I want you to thrive. I want you to live and pursue your dreams, whatever they are. I want you to enjoy being in your body. I want you to delight in the skin that you're in. But I know that for most of you, like like myself, there's a lot of learning, a lot of healing that needs to happen in order for that in order for that to happen. I never got taught these skills. I never learned them. I literally had to go back to university in my late 20s for two years to learn the nutritional science and the practice and the clinical application of this because I never got taught it. So it's okay that you know, I got taught it, but it's time to learn now. Okay. 
Because when you know it, you'll pass it on to everybody around you and then everybody around you benefits and then people just keep on getting more well and more balanced. And that I just think would be fun, wouldn't it? <laughs> okay, I'll stop myself there before I rant about changing the world by, with you know every meal that we eat. Okay, sending you lots of love. Thank you for being here and I'll speak to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. And if you haven't left me a review yet, please go to iTunes, scroll down, look at ratings and review and give me a five-star review and leave a few comments. That really helps the podcast to reach more people. And if you want to know more about anything I mentioned in the podcast, you can go to the show notes at keziahall.com forward slash blog. And I would love to hear from you if you have any other questions. And please share this podcast with anyone that you know that you find helpful. Screen share it, put it on Instagram, Facebook, put it in your WhatsApp groups, screenshot it, share it with a friend. The more people that hear about this show, the merrier, because more and more women need to know how good they get to feel. So thank you for being here and I will see you next week.